The greater fool is actually an economic term. It's a patsy. Thanks for that. For the rest of us to profit, we need a greater fool. Someone who will buy long and sell short. Most people spend their lives trying not to be the greater fool. We toss him the hot potato. We die for his seat when the music stops. The greater fool is someone with the perfect blend of self-delusion and ego to think that he can succeed where others have failed. This whole country was made by greater fools. Hello and welcome to episode number five of The Greater Fools. I'm here with the same crew as always. Mr. Gibbs, what do we got today? <laughs> All right, so uh, on the on the sode today, we have uh, three gentlemen with me. So we have Michael here on my left, which I mean, nobody's <laughs> nobody's in house, so I guess <laughs> you don't need to know. No, if they're watching the live feed of the video, they'll see it. <laughs> Uh, so we have Michael here, a uh, world-famous salesperson. Mm-hmm. We have a uh, soon-to-be master surgeon, uh, Sam Wilkinson. And uh, joining us from the Cook County prison is Adam <laughs> Aldis. I'm just glad they gave me permission to do this pod today. Yeah, what's cool is he didn't even have to phone in. They let him record on a, a microphone and uh, just send us the, the I love that he went with the Cook County <laughs> You gotta really sell it, you know. Oh, that's so specific. <laughs> what were you incarcerated for again, Adam? Wasn't it strangling um, a guy with a microphone cord? No. Let's just say I can't live near any public schools or parks. Oh, it was a pu- public <laughs> masturbation, is what I've. Yeah, well, we've I all been there. It. Hey, Sam. Yeah, we've just haven't all gotten <laughs> caught, Adam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, there's a puppy here. So if you hear me talk less, it's because I am. Preoccupied, preoccupied with the cutest little but uh what are we talking about today all right so today we are talking about uh kind of a an interesting cultural <laughs> thing uh we're talking about <laughs> reviews and comment sections and all, all types of um i guess just similar things like public forums at which like you can review things or or just like you know explain your thoughts and opinions um i don't know some of the more popular and famous ones are like i don't know just twitter yelp uh i guess amazon reviews are <laughs> we're gonna get deep into those today but uh we're very gonna, deep we're gonna break it down into three sections the first section is gonna be about product and and restaurant reviews um i have, I have some good stories and i think these guys have some good reviews from from Amazon that they want to go through. Uh, Gosh, we're going to blow your mind with some of these. You guys <laughs> just stay tuned for phase two. Seriously. Yeah. And if you have any of your own, call in. Um, we'll, we'll be waiting by the phone. Our hotline is <laughs> 801-415. It's <laughs> my sister's number. <laughs> hey, Bree. How's, how's Michigan? Oh, I can't wait till we're, <laughs> <till> we're world famous. <laughs> She's uh, got to change her number. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, since uh, this episode's gonna get deleted, <laughs> no <laughs> way, man. Anyone hears it, that is staying in the in the podcast <laughs> sphere. So, the second section we're gonna go through comment sections of like YouTube videos, movie reviews, uh, movie movie review websites, things like that. And then the last section we're just gonna kind of talk about public forums, uh, like you know Twitter, Reddit, 
our 4chan at the darkest depths of the internet. A lot of great topics. Uh, let's uh, let's throw this off to uh, Cook County and see what Adam's got in store for us uh, in terms of internet product or restaurant reviews first. Should we just like give you a nickname like hashtag Cook County? <laughs> I'll run with it. You give me anything, I'll take it and run. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why how he's I got to Cook County. Glad we on the same page there. Bum bum. Oh, classic. Uh, so Felonies. I just want to get uh, a bearing. Um, yep, yep. Are we all on the same page here? Do we all think that internet reviews are a good thing? I think they're fake news. I I, I hate that term, but I tend to agree with with Mike here. I I don't really. I T- tell me about that. Let me give you an example. Audible reviews, they are so incredibly misleading, in my humble opinion. I have yet to search a book that has below like a four star rating, regardless. Maybe I'm just searching a lot of like popular books, but I dive in the comments and I just I feel like it's it's not actually telling me about the book itself and it just feels like they self perpetuate the ones that rate it highly so that people are more likely just to get the book. Well also you feel like you can't trust the reviewer, is that part of it? Yeah, so then I Google Goodreads, which is a bit more viable and they have like more legitimate in depth descriptions of the books themselves. So, like, that is one online that I trust a bit more, but, like, Audible or even Amazon, like, Bezos, <sighs> come on, man. It's interesting because I think it depends on the product that's being reviewed. Like it, like you said on at Audible, that you, you haven't had very much success with those. But, like, yep. for me, I rely heavily on reviews when I'm, like, about to buy something on Amazon. Yep. Or, or like if it's a tech product, especially I feel like then what? I'm yeah. I'm reading as many reviews as I can. Uh, hopefully they're verified reviews, like they actually purchased the product. Yep. That's a new 100%. thing I've noticed recently. Is a lot of websites are going through verified reviews, so they make sure that you actually bought the product. Well, the yeah. verified reviews are actually people coming in to, um, so they'll like uh, send you an email and ask you to review it, and unless you click on that link from which they've actually sent the email to you, it won't say that you're a verified purchaser. But, yeah, I mean, I, I like that a lot. I actually think that that's solving kind of a huge issue with just the the website review comment section. And to general. be fair to you, too, like, I do not buy something unless I've checked out that it has, like, four-plus stars, like, on Amazon. I, I, I actually i am I'm not in, in your, <laughs> like, realm. I'll actually read all of the reviews, including the really good ones, because sometimes... People will have a bad experience, and we can get more into this, especially with the restaurant reviews. Yeah. But, like, I have different tastes than a lot of people that are purchasing things. They're like, oh, this thing was really cheap. It's like, well, yeah, shit, I bought a $10 microphone on Amazon. <laughs> like, I wasn't expecting it to be, yeah. uh, you know, recording 100% quality microphone. So You have to use your wits and be, like, you know, critical thinking. You'd be like... What what is this product meant to be, and are these people reviewing it fairly? You gotta like read between the lines of the reviews sometimes. Yeah, I bought a bargain puppy. I'm just expecting him to have diarrhea for the rest <laughs> of his life. <laughs> From As Amazon, he puts his ass in the air. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, he already did it like five or six times today. <laughs> Dude, shout out to our sponsor, Puppies.com, <laughs> one-stop shop for all your puppy needs. <laughs> you got him at PetSmart, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, Adam. So, so what are, what are you getting at here? What, 
There's there's something you obviously love reviews and you go through a lot of them, which a lot of people don't. So um, when you, yeah, so when you're going through the reviews though, sometimes you get a gem. Sometimes it gives you a little bit of a chuckle where you weren't expecting it. <laughs> so you look, you look excited. Oh, to I'm excited. Uh, I I think this is funny. So I obviously um, did not come across this review because I was looking at the product, but I was pointed at this uh, towards this review by a friend. But anyway. This is a review on Amazon for the Mountain Three Wolf Moon Shirt <laughs> T-shirt. <laughs> uh, you know, you, I've seen that shirt before. If you <laughs> haven't gotten that shirt, it's still available on Gucci. It's got thousands of upvotes on Amazon. Um, and so I just want to read it to you and just sit back and relax. So this man bought the shirt and then said... This item has wolves on it, which makes it intrinsically sweet and worth five stars by itself. <laughs> but once I tried it on, that's when the magic happened. <laughs> uh, after checking to ensure that the shirt would properly cover my girth, I walked from, <laughs> from my trailer to Walmart with the shirt on and was immediately approached by, approached by women. This <laughs> <laughs> just keeps getting better. Oh well, it just, just yeah. Sit back and relax. This gets good. Uh, he goes on to say, the women knew from the wolves on my shirt that I, like a wolf, am myst- a mysterious loner who knows how to <laughs> howl at the moon from time to time if you catch my drift. The wolf pack. Yeah. What the shit does that mean? <laughs> The woman that approached me wanted to know if I would be their boyfriend and or give them money for something they called meth. <laughs> I, I told them no because they didn't have enough teeth. And frankly, <laughs> a man with a wolf shirt shouldn't settle for the first thing that comes to him. <laughs> so I arrived at Walmart. I mounted my courtesy scooter. Walking is such a drag. <laughs> this is such a good visual, too. Sitting side saddle so that my wolves would show. <laughs> side saddle. <laughs> While I was browsing tube socks, I could hear aroused <laughs> asthmatic breathing behind me. Aroused <laughs> I turned around to see a slightly sweaty dream in sweatpants and flip-flops standing there. She told me that she liked the wolves on my shirt. I told her I wanted to howl at her moon. <laughs> she offered me a swig from her Mountain Dew, and I drove my scooter with her shuffling alongside out to the door and to the rest of, on to the rest of our lives. Thank you, Wolf Short. And then he goes on to do some pros and cons. Pros. Fits my girthy frame, halves wolves on it, attracts women. <laughs> cons. Only three wolves. Could probably use a few more wolves on the guns. <laughs> Cannot see wolves when sitting arms crossed. <laughs> wolves would have been better if they glowed in the dark. <laughs> that is the best review. And I love see so, much. so that's just a quick example of one of the joys of, of internet reviews. You know what? I bet that review itself has sold hundreds of Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if that guy does not write stories like as a hobby. This article said that once this review uh, was left, the s- sales of this shirt went up 2,300%. 
2,300%. I believe it. I was going to say, like, that's a great thing to just to advertise. Yeah, but from, like, what? Like, is that the first sale? <laughs> they sold 230 more. Well, I mean, it's a shirt with three wolves on it. They were probably already selling pretty is good. Is it bad that I kind of want to get one now? <laughs> Sounds pretty appealing. Just so you can talk about the review on Amazon. Oh, that's a great shirt. <laughs> I'm going to hand this picture. No, I see his point, though, about having more wolves on the guns. <laughs> right? The wolves are only in the middle, and when you cross your arms, you can't see them. Did anyone else think of the hangover uh, with the wolf pack with Zach Galifianakis? <laughs> where it's like, and my wolf pack had grown by one. <laughs> <laughs> and then there were three of us in the wolf pack in the night running around. So, I, I actually, this one's not nearly as good as that, but... Um, you know how instead of using sugar in a lot of like treats, they'll have, um, they'll use like, I don't know, some substitute for like the sugar. And a lot of times it's like a laxative. And so there are like gummy bears online that you can buy like a 10 pound bag on Amazon for like 20 bucks. And, uh, <laughs> the, the gummy bears happen to be a laxative and oh. the reviews for it are hilarious. They're like, you know what? The gummy bears are really good, but my anus was literally on fire <laughs> the next hour. <laughs> oh, oh my gosh. Like, it's like uh, we at work we were talking about just getting a bunch of them and setting them out on the, <laughs> like the front table and just letting them have at it. Some of the other reviews are like, man, I ate four of these things and I haven't been off the toilet all afternoon. <laughs> I have actually come across that. Yeah. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Sam, did you find a review? Yeah, I've, I've got one queued up. Uh, <laughs> this one. Um, is it like a, a good example or, or would you be like a... This is a... Well, let's just say it's for the OptiSex Romantic Fantasy Swing Kit. <laughs> so, so <laughs> <laughs> that is a very specific niche. <laughs> the sexual swing kit. Ah, yes. It's I've, uh, I've frequented... <laughs> So if a customer were to look this up on Amazon right now, they'd find that the number one review that was found helpful by 700 people. Um, <laughs> so many people. That's a lot of people. <laughs> titled, also helps for washing large dog. <laughs> <laughs> I have two large St. Bernards, and this week is good to hold dogs in while I wash them. I hang swing from a tree branch, put dog in swing, and wash dog while dog hangs in swing. <laughs> <laughs> it really is a sight to see, but it works. <laughs> I think that's a great example of Peter Thiel going zero to one, like with innovation. Oh, like, yeah. Some people just saw that as a sex swing, but this guy's like, my dog is going to get a full <laughs> body wash. He really ran with that, didn't he? <laughs> oh, those are great Amazon reviews. <laughs> so, like, uh, also part of this section is kind of like... um going over restaurant reviews so yelp has literally changed the game and i would say TripAdvisor is like quickly taking over especially tourist destinations so like sarah and i were in hawaii and we were like going through all the yelp sections and we actually found some pretty incredible places so I, i'm all for using yelp especially especially when like the place looks a little bit divey and you're like shit that looks sketchy it's in a strip mall and yeah. it says great tacos it's like, ah, and then you read the Yelp reviews and there's like a thousand reviews of four stars or more. Press send immediately. Yeah. It's like, oh shit, those tacos literally are great. I mean, I'm sure. But uh, this can also happen like 
I guess this can also hurt restaurants pretty severely. Um, the the saddest, and, and I, I really actually this hit home. Uh, Sam, remember the sushi place that you first took me to, Ichiban? Absolutely. Yeah, it shut down. That was like literally my first sushi I'd ever had. And honestly, it was still my favorite. And I knew a ton of people that had loved that place. It was really, really good. But it had, had a couple really bad Yelp reviews. And, uh, and that actually, like, people just stopped going. You think the reviews took it down? I actually do. And were the reviews warranted, do you think? Okay, I think I know what happened here. There's actually another restaurant that opened up with the exact same name. It was oh, dang it, yeah. literally the worst sushi I've ever had in my entire life. The this, other one. Is this the, the one off the of State, other one. State Street? Yeah, the one off of State Street. It was absolutely, it's the only time I've ever gone to get sushi. Um, I mistakenly bought a Groupon for this restaurant oh, thinking no. it was more oh. the real Ichiban. Yeah. And so I went to Ichiban, tried to um, cash it out, but they're like, oh, yeah, this is the wrong restaurant. Anyway. Spent the night there, ate good Ichiban, and then the next weekend went to this new Ichiban oh, thinking, okay, Ichiban. it can't be that bad. Um, they're, they're spelled exactly the same. Spelled the exact exact same. Um, I've never been to a sushi restaurant where I didn't finish the first roll. I, I got two rolls in and I was like, okay, I'm probably going to vomit. This is the grossest thing I've ever had. Seriously, that bad? It was so bad. I've I thought s- I was going to be... Like food poisoning for sure. I've had Seven Eleven sushi where I was. <laughs> you had Seven Eleven sushi? <laughs> yes. That's a bold move, Mike. <laughs> and it, it went down On smooth. On purpose. <laughs> it went down smooth. Bold move corner here. Dude, I left <laughs> a great Brazil. left a great Yelp review for that Seven Eleven sushi. <laughs> you know Five what? Five star Seven Eleven. That may or may not have helped them. It's hard to tell. And puppy is out. Five seconds later. Yeah, he uh, he gets real high energy bursts and then he uh, he really crashes hard. But yeah, just be bipolar. Starting from about like ten o'clock till eleven thirty, he I, you have to keep him awake or you won't sleep through the night. <laughs> um, and and even when he gets like upset, tired, like he starts like growling because he's sleepy. Just gotta keep him up. <laughs> yeah. Um, back to Ichiban though. Yeah, I I actually looked at their old Yelp reviews and they were like. Oh my gosh! I like literally waited for an hour to get a table, and then the service was slow to begin with, or the service was slow. And it's like the sushi was pretty good, but not worth the atmosphere at all and stuff like that. And like you have enough nights where you're too busy and you can't fill your staff. Like I don't know, five people leave a review when they have a bad experience, and that's the hard thing with restaurant reviews. Is I don't know, people who have bad experience leave reviews, but it's. I don't know. It seems more Dude, rare that subjective people subjective experience reviews. is so tough with those types of reviews. And so that actually, I was thinking of like, what would a blockchain review system look like? <laughs> like, if you were to hypothetically create that kind of response to a review, Wait, explain you know that. I mean? Well, I don't know. I was curious, like, what you guys would think of, like, creating a more reliable type of review service, something similar to like crypto reviews. It's really hard. I don't know how you. It's. I don't know if it's possible because. The problem, the intrinsic problem is that it's subjective, right? Yes. That That's kind of the problem I have with a lot of food reviews is that it's like if you go onto TripAdvisor um, and then you look, you like go to a, a random city and then you filter their reviews by like the like best to worst, you yeah. know, highest star rating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then like usually in the top five or ten, there's like a, like a Chick-fil-A or a Wendy's. 
Yeah, it's because that they give so it true. they give a deal like to like oh if you rate us five stars we'll give you a free chicken sandwich. It's like well, shit, I want my free chicken sandwich. Oh, what other? I, place well, I didn't that? know that happened. And, and the raider oh, yeah. doesn't care. But there you no. go. But that's my point. Is like then how do you know which you know what oh, what are the so good true. spots? They do that for um spammy dating apps, where they actually incentivize like you'll get X number more of coins if you rate review X Y Z, and there were reviews on the reviews. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like this inception of reviews to actually figure out what's going on. So it's so there's like a five star review that's like read this review. No, it is have, a yeah. one star. Dude, they I have was like just getting free tokens. They have like the four point five star ratings and it's like seventeen thousand reviews. But then you Google the the app online like spam 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 like here's what they do to actually incentivize it. Uh, yeah, mm. but not yeah. to the females on the dating apps. Only to the men. Well, the problem is reviewers these days just don't have any integrity, you know? <laughs> no one gives a damn. They give out five stars right and left. Everyone just in county jail, like, writing reviews. <laughs> I'll well, write any review if you're going to give me something for it. <laughs> also, though, like... Tell me what to literally say. anything. If you're, like, right at four stars, like, right even with four stars, honestly, that's, like, really... That's a high rating, right? If you're, 80%, right? Yeah, that is 80%. So... I mean, I'm, I'm thinking about it. And I'm like, you know what? Like, even places that are really good, like, that's not, like, the best. So, you're, like, you're giving five stars to things that you just kind of like instead of giving five stars to, like, the best food out there. You, you know, know what uh, reviews you can't trust? Uber and Lyft driver ratings. They are totally random. Like, I feel like so I've had terrible drivers with good stars. I actually think there's a lot of problems uh, with companies using review systems like that like uber you need a 4.7 to keep driving and i feel like a lot of people know that so they're not going to give someone a three or a two or a one unless it's a really really truly awful unsafe Wait, experience 4.7 to keep driving to keep driving but yeah do you remember that one left we took i want to give that guy 10 stars like we he we literally sang queen with us like what belted it out Dude. all the way down to the bars because we were already hyped up because we were jamming. It's fucking lit, man. We <laughs> <laughs> were <lit>. jamming. <laughs> Fat bottom girls never sounded so good. <laughs> Fat bottom girls, you make the rocking world go round. <laughs> you got Cop copyright infringement. Hey, hey. but it's, it it puts so much pressure on on individuals. Sorry. Like if you think. Like this person that's serving you, how like many need, their job depends on that rating. Of course, it's going to skew what people say. Well, how how many 100%. drivers or how many? Excuse me, how many riders do you think know that 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 rule is there? That they, that they used 4. to advertise it. It used to be more that's well known. Fucking high, like that's it so is. high. So but you'd be surprised. There are a lot of companies that have like certain rating systems where if you don't get certain customers' uh, satisfaction, like one bad customer review can completely ruin someone. So this actually relates to uh, a future podcast that we'll do regarding behavioral economics and Daniel Kahneman and thinking fast and slow and just like the subjective experience of being a person and like how the actual rating system goes and how you actually create a reliable system that people can look at and say, oh, okay. This is like uh, something I can actually trust. Guys, now that Sam's on a break from med school, we definitely should put that on the schedule for next weekend. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. But the the flaw isn't necessarily in reviewing, it's in like people themselves, which is a little too meta right now. So let's Agreed. just go back to Well, it's, I mean, <laughs> uh, you think about this from like a study design perspective and a couple of things you'd want to do to 
um, kind of get rid of these random. Oh, Stella's so much better than Bud Light. <laughs> I'm sorry, I <laughs> don't know why I ended that. Uh, <laughs> oh. so, so anyway, you, you want as many people as possible to review your product or your company, so you're getting both the people who had a good experience and the people who had a bad experience, and and everything in between. Um, but then we run into what about review fatigue? I mean, how sick are you of hearing, you know? Hey, how did we do? How did we do? I mean, you download a new app and you get a pop-up. How do you like the app? And it's like, stop. I'm in the middle of using your app. Like, don't ask me right now. I'm trying to get something done on your app. But isn't that better than, like, them not asking you and only getting the reviews? I mean, even if they're, like, if it is a good app, yeah, you should ask people. I mean, I just think about it. If, like, we get review fatigue, but if they don't get in your face and ask you to review, like, somebody's going to leave... A negative review and it's going to be way more impactful because the people that like it and use it all the time aren't reviewing isn't Ooh. it true that people who have a up unsettling like an when they're upset for some kind of review they actually are more likely to re- leave a review is it like 70 percent more likely or something it's got to be something though and that's it's, a huge problem it's like one to seven or something similar along those lines it's not reflective of what people actually feel versus like someone who has a great experience like they're much less likely to do it and that's actually related to the, the validity of NPS scores. <laughs> like NPS scores are hard. And that's like a so bad, hard. An NPS is, score is a net promoter net score. Net promoter score. Which asks you how likely are you to recommend this service to a friend. Yeah. Which is like That's w- one of PillPack's big metrics they use to like ask their they send a welcome email and they're like, How likely are you to refer this to a friend? And they use that actually internally with an ENPS score. Um which is uh, employee net promoter score. And they're like, how likely are you to refer someone to come work here? And it's just one question, like one out of 10. Uh, seven out of 10 is like raging fan, someone who's like a you know promoter. And then below that is obviously not. Um, but it's just like, because I've taken the ENPS scores a couple of times. And one of the funniest things too is if like you're having a good or bad day, that also itself like will influence how you do this totally. and doesn't necessarily reflect your overall perspective on like being an employee or being a customer. 100%. It's just how you feel in the moment. Well, hopefully those exactly. would average out. <laughs> right. Well, they would average out maybe, but like what if you have one bad day and that's the day they send out the net promoter score? Yeah. Hopefully they time it well. And also with the NPS, there are like subtle ways that people tweak the questions. Oh, to make it sound, yep. Because it's like positive. When somebody asks you a question in a review, if they ask you a positive, or if they ask you the question in a positive light, you're actually more likely to rate it higher. Whereas if they ask you the question in a negative light, you're like the opposite. So Yeah, yeah they can phrase it like, how unlikely are you to not refer a friend? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm super confused at that point. So, so talking about how you're more likely to leave a review... If if it's a negative review, hundred percent. Yeah. I just want to I just want to ask, do you guys leave reviews, good or bad? Yes. So I uh, went to a brake auto mechanic. Um, oh, you told me about I this. I told you about this place. Yep. Yep. Um, don't ever go there. <laughs> I I'll leave their name out just because you know our one listener. But it was a negative Wait, review. Wait, but it's a negative. I I say you throw the name out there. Okay. Well, it was called uh, like place. Auto someplace near uh like 21st south or something but i went there and i need to get my brakes checked and they came back like 20 minutes later they're like all right so the rear brake
brakes, rotors, and calipers are all shot, and you need to get all those replaced. But the front two, we can get away with just doing the brake pads. And I was like, what? What? I don't, like, you're obviously, you know I'm not an auto, like, guru. I don't know exactly, like, what calipers are and stuff. So I made a couple calls. I researched a little bit. And my uh, mom's fiance, Dave, was like, it's super rare to ever need to replace calipers. Like, normally it's just brake pads and stuff or like rotors. that. Or rotors. So, and he's like, by the way, this whole entire gig is going to cost you, like, $1,200. I was like, fuck you, man. Like, I swear to God, this doesn't make any sense. So then I went to another place that was in, like, Holiday. What was that place called? It was just like a... Um, Oh, I'll think of it in a little bit. Uh, Highland. Big O. No, it's on... Uh, Burt Brothers. Burt doesn't Brothers. matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's next to Bainsley Brothers, but um, they gave me a quote. They're like, yeah, your calipers are completely fine. The rotors, yes, and the brake pads on the back, yes, but the brake pads on the front have another half year. Like, you're completely fine. So Whoa. I went from almost getting twelve hundred dollar charge to getting like three hundred and fifty. And it was that that caused me to to do my first review and I was just like, do not go to this place. This place will screw you over. And it's because I was so frustrated that they tried to almost charge me triple for one thing that I definitely didn't need. Yeah, and, and that's that's actually kind of surprising that the other company didn't tell you that type of stuff. So Yeah, P Y K E by the way. That's uh <laughs> that's good for that's good on both of them. It's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just so we're clear. So uh did you guys ever hear about that restaurant in London? Oh you haven't? Okay, let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> restaurant in London so, that we've all been all right, to. Yeah. All the times oh, we've that all been restaurant. to London. <laughs> that restaurant in London. So there's this guy who I, I believe actually does own a restaurant. Um, he created a fake restaurant on Yelp and he was able to get some friends and make some fake accounts and uh, within a short amount of time was able to get that restaurant to be the number one ranked restaurant in London. What, <laughs> what the fuck? No physical, not what a real a restaurant guy. at all. <laughs> so things like that show you how much people like these things can be manipulated that's incredible though i mean mm -hmm. still that takes a lot of work the number one rated restaurant and of course like other people are like i, I can't find this place well damn it right <laughs> everyone wants to go there yeah, luckily i didn't get like reviews of people being like i can't ever find this place i've tried to find it three times <laughs> gosh we keep going to platform nine and three quarters and <laughs> gosh, just never able to god boy we have have them <laughs> Keep running into a dreams, brick wall. Man. It hurts. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We should uh, we should move into the second section, which uh second section we're gonna movies. devote to movies and like Harry YouTube, YouTube video Segway. or nailed it. Or videos <laughs> or like even music if you guys want. But um let's let's start with I, I have a short story. It's not super incredible, but um there's like a <laughs> so there's a YouTube video. And it's just a guy talking about, like, a few things in pop culture. And it's only, like, 10 minutes. And it's pretty funny. It has, like, 5 million views on it. And I want to say there's, like, uh, a 1,000 dislikes out of the million. Uh, out of the million views. And, uh, sorry, out of those dislikes, there's, like, you know, a bunch of likes, of course. Uh, like, thumbs up. But the top-rated comment on the whole thing is... 
I want to punch this guy in the face. <laughs> 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 it's just a guy talking about. Anyways, but and, and of course it has like you know 500 like upvotes for that comment, so it became the top rated comment. But that's nowhere near like representative of what people thought, or they wouldn't have had like you know 500,000 upvotes and like only 10,000 downvotes. But those downvotes went through the comments and like clicked upvote on the I want to punch this guy in the face, <laughs> uh, which I think is actually like hilarious to like kind of show that that bad review, like. I don't know, people who go on there, like the ones that are m- upset about something, are more likely to comment. <laughs> also, people just so like true. funny. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, well, if the guy's <laughs> like, like even a little shirt? annoying. Yeah. That Especially. wolf shirt was fucking hilarious. Not necessarily accurate, but it was just fucking hilarious, and it just sold really, really well. For sure. Yeah. Which is pretty funny. I mean, Funny I, goes a long way. We almost all bought that wolf shirt in the in- intermission that you missed. <laughs> I think one of the darkest places... <laughs> in the world is the YouTube comment section. Dude, it is at, intense, but it's so it's good. It's so high, although people it is. It. I love the YouTube comments. Honestly, half the joy I get of YouTube is just the comments. <laughs> It'll be funny to check out our reviews on the dark web for, like, illegal drugs. <laughs> it really they use, like, this dealer, and they're like, oh, <laughs> this fucking twat screwed up my eight ball. Oh, like, yeah. I'm like, no what was that website? <laughs> The silkroad.com? Yeah. Oh. There was reviews on yeah. the Silk Road. <laughs> that one is like, they had reviews. That one is so terrible. <laughs> this Worst <weed>. prostitute. <laughs> it's like, yeah, this weed made me hear my like blood vessels. <laughs> I don't know. This like, is the worst prostitute I've ever had. She made me come in five seconds. <laughs> Still charged me full price. <laughs> Gosh. You got to make it to at least one minute. <laughs> For your first prostitute, you know? Yeah, one minute, the full length. The full <laughs> normal length, right? Yeah. So, 50. So, like, YouTube definitely has moderators, so you can't just, like, drop a ton of F-bombs in the middle of your comment or something. Um, but there is, like, this, I don't know, I hate when you have a comment section that is just being completely trolled. Like, I mean, sometimes the trolls can be funny, but a lot of times it's like, Oh, like I actually enjoyed this and like they're just like trying to stir up like I mean somebody that just posts like a racist comment that doesn't get monitored or like blocked out, right? So like somebody will or even just like there'll be like a YouTube video of like a little girl doing something and somebody's like this little girl's such a little slut or something like that and it's like just people this looking person's just trying to troll or like start a fight. People looking for attention too. I fucking hate that. Well, so badly. if you're looking for reviews on YouTube and for them to be like valid and stuff, it's that's that's like troll city, right? Oh yeah. Like 100%. that's the epitome. Don't try to get your validation from the YouTube comments, is that what you're trying to say? I mean Pornhub is different, but like YouTube <laughs> <laughs> those Pornhub reviews like, are I, I live and die by those ratings. <laughs> 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 if I see a rating below 65% with under 4 million views, I'm not... You're not clicking. I'm not using it. Wait, are you talking about videos you're watching or videos you've made? <laughs> <laughs> Both. <laughs> He's not keto. I think... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Good name, point. Name oh. dropping. <laughs> Dude, him and that girl whose name rhymes with... No, 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 no. I don't, don't have time to go through and edit every don't do time it. we drop somebody's name who's not our close Don't do it. Michael, rhymes. we will throw you out of this podcast. Do it. Just pull the bike. Pull the bike. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay, so... <laughs> 
Back to movie reviews. Anyway, anyway, back you know. to it. So Sam and I, little known fact, considered starting a movie review website when we were in college. Hell yeah. Yeah. That's true. We just were fed up with most of the movie reviews out there because you'd have a Rotten Tomatoes score of like 30. And it was like, that was fucking hilarious. And it's like they're always harsh on comedies. And I honestly think that's the hardest uh, genre to write for is like a comedy. Because it's, it's the actually most hard to be funny. What yeah. rating did Tropic Thunder get? I got to find out. Because that's hilarious. Uh, yeah, I mean, but that's, that's also like Survive. <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> Survive. That's also like a cult classic at this point now, too. But um, even like movies that you thought were hilarious, like Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. Michael. Uh <laughs> <laughs> You literally made us watch that movie every weekend for like six it has months. Eighty-two percent. But go check out Mike and Dave oh, Need really Wedding Dates for comedy. Yeah, 100%. Tropic Thunder. I, I could see it getting eighty-two percent, but I bet you anything like a Zac Efron comedy is not going to get no like a Baywatch. High score. Yeah, like Baywatch. Well, Baywatch good. was actually was pretty a terrible. Bad. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't as funny, but Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates had some really funny shit in it, and and it's not going to get a good rating. So we were just kind of sick of like, I don't know. You can't put movie reviews in like famous critics hands like that's not that's not <laughs> writing great power comes <laughs> that's not writing to the general population that's writing to like movie snobs or like people who are going for the art of the movie which doesn't help you if you're into comedies and you want to go see a good comedy and you're like oh is this gonna be funny or not oh so man they got freaking destroyed on the tomato meter what did mike and dave get 35 percent exactly that's like 35, that is awful. Gosh, I would never see example. a movie no, with that's 35% a hit right in the comedy. nuts, dude. So the fact that Tropic Thunder got 85 or something and Mike and Dave, that, to me, like the only difference that I see in that is the fact that Mike and Dave was less star-studded. Well, yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, like you had Ben Stiller. You had Robert Downey Jr. You had... Um, Matthew McConaughey, you had Tom Cruise, Tom Cruise, Jack oh, Black, famous? Jack Black, like so many different people, and it was clearly, clearly clever and funny. I think we all agree it's like a little bit better than Mike and Dave, but not fifty points better. No, exactly right. I think Tropic Thunder That's was much funnier than Mike and Dave, but I don't think it was over twice as good. Yeah, exactly. And that's, I don't know, mm-hmm. Sam and I, we went back and forth on like. Okay, we don't. You don't want to give something a rating necessarily. You you want to give it like a, I don't know. It's got to be more organic, right? Maybe like got to give the it comedy an, side of an things. MPS score. So Rotten Tomatoes now does the user reviews alongside the critic reviews. Thoughts? User so reviews are always slanted high, like always slanted very high. N- not always. Oh, sometimes though, the critics surprisingly will love a movie. surprisingly sometimes the user reviews are quite a bit lower. So than the critics. A big issue is of you know even the user rating. That's it's a very though, it's a very linear rating system. You're only giving it a percent on how well you liked it, right? And the problem is no one's gonna give a movie. Well, maybe not no one. Um, but basically, like you have movies like The Godfather or Gladiator, which are really, really, really fantastic movies, and they're really good and they deserve really high ratings. But then you compare Mike and Dave's Wedding to that movie 
on the same linear scale and it makes no sense at all. Mike You're, and Dave no got married. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, Mike that and Dave took a wedding. turn. Uh, so that's actually the sequel. Oh, it's a different oh, movie. It's, uh, Where Mike the, and Dave realize that they are actually best fit for one another. <laughs> no, you're totally right, though. It Sam. is good. It's not linear. It shouldn't be linear. It should be more of an organic, like, I don't know. We had tried, uh, you, you guys know how whenever you're creating a character in a game back when it was like an N64 game, and you had like this circle that looked like a radar map, and it would like have like a, a the how do I explain this? Like Over a heat map. Words. Yeah, like a heat map. Like oh, on the comedy side, it's like much higher. It's like on the action side, there's no action in this movie. And then it's like now on the you know romantic comedy side or like the romance or drama side, it has more. And so like you have a different heat map because when you're going to see a movie, you're going to see different movies. And, like, that's kind of why Marvel movies, in my mind, do so well, is because they really kind of hit all of those things. Like, Marvel movies are all funny. They have great action. There's some little bit of romance in them always. Um, and then they have just, like, a, a decent drama line. Not necessarily a great one. They're not going to sc- score highest on, like, dramatic films because you kind of know what the plot's going to do. But, you know, they do pretty well, especially in the box office. So... But that that's kind of what it is. It's like a map of just like, okay, here's a like a circle and these are all the areas on the outside. And like the more full, like probably the I don't know, more fulfilling the movie might be. I could concur with that. How would you improve movie reviews though? Like specifically if you were to build a platform and you're like, fuck rotten tomatoes, fuck every other IMDB, whatever. So I think you would build out that uh, you know, multiple attribute rating system so then you could see you know mike and dave need wedding dates has you know 9.8 out of 10 on the comedy scale but zero out of 10 on like the the drama end yeah, action or the or action or the plot you know acting even <laughs> or, every other. or the plot no <laughs> really true. though plot complexity right like yeah and oceans 11 is one of those movies where it's like shit that twist was a lot of fun that was like a little bit more complex Whoa. it's a great movie but what was not complex about Mike and Dave needing wedding dates. <laughs> like, you know did what? anybody see based off the title where that plot was going? <laughs> Honestly, the title it was really... Or did they give it away? <laughs> it was uh, what's a good word for hiding the, the actual truth behind That's what was going to happen. Yeah, kind of. It's, it's, like it's a message. good way of not giving away the movie, but setting expectations and letting you know if you actually want to see it. Because you might see that and be like, oh, fuck, I, all I want to do is laugh right now. That's literally all I care about. Or all I want to do is see cool explosions. I don't care how crappy this... Uh, on What is that movie called with uh, Rambo... Oh, uh, the Expendables. It, Expendables, right? right? Like, like, there's zero plot. Just all no action. plot, just action, but or sometimes, just, like, that's yeah. okay. And then with, like, a, uh, I don't know, on the side of, uh, what am I trying to say? The, like, suspense thriller versus, like, horror, like, gore, like, I don't know, gore yep. porn, whatever they yep, call it. Yep, yep, um, So you could have, like, that, I mean, that's a whole different section, right? It's like, oh, this isn't, like, a horror film or anything. Um, it's a suspense film. It's like it, it keeps your heart rate up, but it doesn't necessarily like there's not a lot of blood in it because um, those are obviously different. So appeal to different people, too. Yeah. That way, you know, you don't get a, a comment saying, I want to punch this guy in the face. It's a great <laughs> comment. It's a, it's a great comment. <laughs> no, I honestly think there's going to be a zero to one with reviews, like how people just review stuff in general. I 
just based off of, I guarantee we are not the only ones who look at how things are reviewed and go, you know, this is not super reliable. Um, it's kind of cool to think about how much potential there is actually to create a review system that is much more valid than fucking Rotten Tomatoes or even Yelp, honestly. And I've seen movies on Rotten Tomatoes where I was like, that was so fucking overhyped. And I was just like, I'm super underwhelmed at this point. And and that just gives you a little bit, of, I mean, it makes you a little jaded. And that's not even like going into, oh, like I'm listening to Roger Ebert pontificate about how he didn't believe the movie lived up to like cinematic, uh, I don't know. I was just going to try to com- pontificate while I was making fun of Roger Ebert <laughs> for <laughs> pontificating. Oh, <that's laughs> Nailed it. The irony. <laughs> so, uh, unless you guys have any other comments, uh, I was maybe well, going to mention. Oh, go ahead. I do. Well, I just want to I want to go back to the YouTube thing just for a little while. Or it can be any platform, Just I guess. for a little while? This could take a minute. <laughs> no, no, no. Do you guys have any other comments besides the I want to punch this guy in the face that stand out? Off the top of your head, if you don't, I have one that I want to share. Go ahead. P- oh, please do. So, um, I, I, this wasn't really what we were just talking about, but it's a comment that I like. <laughs> Thanks for burping directly keep, keep into the mic. Adam, Mike, yeah, that was that was I'm, loud. I'm just gonna ignore Mike's antics in the corner. Hey, man. D frame. Yeah. <laughs> keep going though, Adam. Um, YouTube comment. You all remember uh, Rogue One, the Star Wars movie? Classic. Mm-hmm. Loved Rogue One. And for those listening, <laughs> great movie. It's a great movie. It's really ten good. Ten out of it ten. Was, it was so good. It was yeah, a very ten out of ten. Shut the fuck up, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> if we were to all review it, what would we give it? <laughs> I'm going to punch you all in the nuts. Fucking simple jack over here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but anyway, um, when it was, before it came out, before really anybody knew anything about it, they dropped the trailer on YouTube. And it was a big deal. Everybody was super excited about it, you know. Everybody went, you know, that first day, watched, you know, had millions of views on YouTube, and everybody's getting super excited. And then in the comments, everybody's like, oh, I can't wait. This is going to be so, this looks so good, blah, blah, blah. And they're all, you know, saying positive things for the most part. But the number one comment in this, I will always remember this, the number one comment upvoted went like this. Four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, three point five. <laughs> Do you get it? I remember this one. Yeah. <laughs> Just the order of how they released the Star Wars movies. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that comment. That was so funny. <laughs> and, uh, Four, five, six, one, two, three, seven. 3.5. Yep. <laughs> and it's so accurate. That's it's so, so good. <laughs> and now they've gone 8 and <laughs> they're going to no. go 3.4 or 3.6. <laughs> I, I guess we three, don't know yet. 3.4. We, we don't know. No, it's yeah. got to be 3.4. It is 3.4. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I just come, thought that was funny. And come it, full circle to like the funniest reviews are the fucking best reviews. They are the best like, reviews. Regardless of like actual content. They're just the fucking best. So I will always remember that. So I actually, I love that. And that's such a perfect example of like um, reviewing systems getting better by instead of people having to go in and put their own new review in um, to just like upvote the thing that they think is the best representation of how they feel. Yeah. Because now you don't have to have like thousands and thousands of comments. Sure. You just have one 
like really spot on review Numbers. and then people just if someone like, says it. what you're thinking then you upvo- upload it <laughs> yeah the problem is is when you have like millions of uh millions of uh views and then there's like i don't know only so many comments and there's like maybe the negative comments make their way to the top even if they're not funny necessarily but they're like the uh i don't know the the guy saying that that like four-year-old girl was a slut or something like that sucks when that gets upvoted just because it's like hate speech or something. I don't know. Yeah. Usually though the yeah the truth will rise to the top. True. Hopefully that hopefully the that is voting not true. system. You don't think the truth will rise to the top? That is not true at all. Okay. I think the most just like outlandish or funny or just most like attention getting will rise to the top. Yeah. I don't know. People are also, like, different people. And I, I have a story for when we get into, like, Twitter and things like that um, for, like, people being okay, being behind the scenes, writing on the internet versus, like, in person. Um, but the one, one like, YouTube thing that I thought was just hilarious was our, my company did, like, a doggo video. Uh, and, like, I don't know. If you've never been online, you've never seen the uh, the doggo sensation where they talk about dogs and they use like a funny like funny terms for explaining yeah, dogs doing if things. If you want to check it out, go to pillpack.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you don't want me to edit out your, your own company that you work for, Mike? <laughs> oh, that could have been anybody, Chris. <laughs> We've been through this. <laughs> uh, anyways, but uh, the so the videos are hilarious, but what's even funnier is the comments where people are like, "Oh my god, I needed this in my life." <laughs> it's like I was I was about to give up, but then I saw the dog <laughs> over here. Well, I think up. everyone's felt that way. <laughs> yeah, about to the dog oh. videos saved all of us at one point. <laughs> so sad. Those are pretty great. <laughs> Speaking uh, of doggos, this one's asleep. That yeah. pupper is out. Yeah, we, we wore him out pretty well. All right, let's get on to this last section of, of public forums. Um, like Probably the most famous being like Twitter. Um, then you have like Reddit, 4chan, things like that, where people just kind of talk about literally anything. Um, you know, Facebook is kind of like that, but I think Facebook's a little different than Twitter or like Reddit, 4chan, because you're, I don't know, you, you kind of get more into I just better silos, better hashtags, things like that in the different like forms of public forum. It's more raw. Yeah. Also, not like strapping a picture of your own face onto your account i don't know i feel like facebook is more um and honestly it's not that much better but facebook is better self-monitored because your own face is on like your account um they're they're trying to make quote-unquote improvements to facebook to make it more of a like or less spammy than it has been apparently yeah. Well, we just made a commercial about it, so whatever that means. <laughs> I hate that Facebook commercial. Oh. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, no, I agree. It sucks. I was going to say, you told me that you disliked it. <laughs> Dude, 100%. It's so dumb. Um, so there's like a pretty, I don't know, uh, the study's called The Downward Spiral of Silence. And the reason that you get like the loudest people on these forums, like being the most obnoxious, but also like winning the argument because they're willing to like, you know, keep arguing until they're red in the face um, and, and saying crazy fucking things that they would never say in person. Uh, so they did this study where they had four people in a room and three of them were actors 
and the fourth person was just a normal person and they had the three they had two lines drawn on a piece of paper <laughs> and all four of the people were looking at it and the three actors were saying no yeah the the, sh- the obviously shorter line is longer and they're like uh, no this is 100% like this yep. line is the shorter or the longer line the fourth person would usually just agree with them because it's harder to disagree with somebody in person than it is to like yeah. disagree with somebody online. Good old groupthink. <laughs> it's not just groupthink. It was, it was very obviously shorter, and it wasn't that the person actually believed it was shorter. It was that the person just didn't want to argue <laughs> with the other three. I like that we're kind of like leading into the next episode with like some of these hints about. Oh, I mean, honestly, thinking fast and slow, it's applicable to literally everything in life. Yeah, read it before the next episode. Or don't, so we can tell you about it. Yeah, never mind. Don't read it before the next episode. You're right. Don't read it. We're just going to talk about it, and it will be better than you reading all of the words. No, there are like five (laughs) books that have changed my life. One of them is the Quran. (laughs) (laughs) We shouldn't have laughed. (laughs) Now our podcast (laughs) is going to get shut down. Uh, The other one um, is Thinking Fast, Thinking Slow. And then Grit by Angela Duckworth. A um, couple other ones like uh, Mindset by uh, Carol Dweck. Anyways. Like we, we talked about the fact that we're going to have a Sell Me On It episode where you just tell us all the things that you really love that you want <laughs> us to read. Yeah. Save it, Mike. Save it. <laughs> Anyways, just to get a little preview, <laughs> bitches. That is a good preview, though. Um, but So on the public forum side, like you guys all have – Twitter, things like that. Uh, you guys, any of you guys on Reddit? Mm-mm. A tiny bit. Yeah. And, and like Reddit's different because it's like you go there to search for things that other people have experienced that you're trying to like find out information on, which is cool. But then you also have like, I don't know, subreddits that follow a real weird, um, I don't know. How do I explain this? Uh, narrative. It, yeah. The narrative just takes a turn because people are trolling. Um, I, I guess what I was going to say or go into is like Reddit and Twitter and like a lot of those websites are now moderated or like censored and they didn't used to be like, is there some irony to that, by the way, like that- censoring <laughs> like our supposed like freedom of speech. <laughs> so I'm sure everybody who creates a public forum like that's like. Oh no, we're gonna have like freedom of speech, diversity of thought. Like we're never gonna censor this thing. And Except, then, and then thirty days later, they're like, you know what? We should have had a censor. <laughs> like humanity <laughs> is awful. God, these it's people just, are fucked up. Yep. It's just so it's like the outliers, but it's the shitty outliers, you know? Yeah, the know. shitty review outliers. God, you know what? We need to censor it. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. I don't know. Do you guys have any funny? I mean, Twitter's hilarious. Is is Trump trolling like everybody? Is that? Oh my that gosh! This tweet. <laughs> well, <laughs> little Rocket Man. I mean, need you say anything more than that? Explain. Do you Apparently, remember? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, nobody knows what I'm talking about. Uh, last yeah, summer, he went. On, I mean, he's went on multiple Twitter rants during his he uh, has yeah shocker <laughs> but uh what? he kept calling kim jong-un little rocket man oh, yeah. <laughs> <It's> classic <laughs> you know what he was trolling kim jong-un and it's so funny <laughs> he nailed that can we read tw- today's tweet though? <laughs> oh or the one that it's not from today but <laughs> is that the one like that the i sent week? you 
Yeah. I didn't know that. I'll, I'll, Mike I'll pull it up. I have no idea. Now he's flashing. He's calling Kim Jong Rocket Man. Yeah, back when they were, oh. you know, threatening each other with nuclear weapons, he called Gosh. him Little Rocket Man. He little is Rocket Man's going to send his little rockets over. And then he tweeted, Kofifi, <laughs> in the middle of the night. Hashtag Kofifi. That is, is our commander funny. in chief. He's so with the football. So he's got the dumb. football. This is, this oh. is President Trump. From I'm gonna laugh just thinking about it. <laughs> when was this? Th- this was within the past couple. Oh, this was uh, the 14th, May 14th. So four days ago. Yeah, four 2018. Four everybody. days ago, 2018. This is real, real life. So, the so-called leaks coming out of the White House are a massive over-exaggeration put out by the fake news media in order to make us look as bad as possible. With that being said. We're still in the same tweet. With that being said, leakers are traitors and cowards, and we will find out who they are. (laughs) (laughs) Which is it? It's so good. It's fake news, but we're going to get them. They're fake news, but those fuckers are traitors for (laughs) spilling our secrets. What time was that tweet? What time was that? 2.46 p.m. Oh. The the nice warm afternoon. That was before The Bachelor. I thought that was an a.m. Tweet, but <laughs> it felt like an AM go pee pee. You can't make this stuff up. It's You're like go pee pee the shit little out of that rocket one. Man. He's calling another head of a country or little rocket man. <laughs> <laughs> He's calling a communist president. God. A, <laughs> a dictator. What? He's what? calling him a nickname and he's calling him little. Oh, he is little. And a rocket man. He's like a little hot pocket. <laughs> Dear Lord. <laughs> That's so funny though. Like That's the so irony funny. in that one tweet. <laughs> God. Uh. I'm, I'm almost slightly proud of him for that one just because it's funny. <laughs> but it's not funny, Adam. <laughs> it's yeah, unfortunately, too good. it's like, oh, I hope he can laugh at himself looking back on this, but you know that he can't. Oh, boy. You know how in history books they always like break down uh, presidents' history, just like what they did? I think they'll just be like, snapshots of like tweets that trump threw out like here was year one here was year two you'll be in middle school learning american history and in the textbook will be snapshots of his tweets but so many tweets those textbooks are going to be huge that's true (laughs) this is a weekly slash daily occurrence oh he tweets daily he's multiple times he's a special guy so i've actually read a little bit on this and and when somebody like goes online and like tweets things like that i don't know they're upset about and like they're gonna say something angry about it, or they're gonna say that they're like upset or like pissed off about things. Like Trump is actually decently well censored compared to a lot of Twitter, where people will say like <laughs> lots of vulgar words. But he's not well censored for a president of the United yeah, States. Yeah, I was gonna say for his position. <laughs> but uh, it's actually like addictive to be angry, like or just to be angry. So like if you're going through the day and you're like reading news articles that are making you angry, like. I don't know. Oh, like, like, I don't know. Back when Hillary was running for president, it's like, oh, she should have fucking deleted the emails and like the tweets. That stuff is addictive. Like people will get addicted to that I wonder why. feeling of anger. Do you know why? Yes. I'm sure there's a biological reason for it, but I, I don't understand. But yes, people will get on there and just be angry at their phone and like reading it. And, and they will do it every single day to themselves, even though it's not making their lives better. They're not being more productive well, retweeting that shit. It's, yeah. it's super similar to like why people watch the news and like what they actually benefit from and what they get out of it whether that's cortisol or dopamine or both 
It's like a Pavlovian Pavlovian addiction. Okay, pill pack. Whoa, (laughs) whoa! We can't send any kind of schedule twos. Okay. (laughs) It's true. It's true though. Like there are a lot of people that just love reading or reading the news, watching the news, reading. Nobody reads anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's stupid, Adam. What are you saying? (laughs) Well, anyway, Uh, no, but yeah, uh, just just because they get riled up, but they. Yeah, they do it every day. They're reading things that are making them upset avidly, and it's like things that aren't changing or that aren't aren't going to change based on them like retweeting it or something. And they'll still get fired up about it. Yeah, I don't know, Sam. Is there like an actual biological response that people get when they like get angry at something that makes them feel better? Like Hulk. I, you know, I'm sure there is. I, yeah. I don't know yet. Are you well, finished I'll a year of med school, only Sam. One okay. year <laughs> in. God, Next I thought you January. would know everything. When He's can you start? Checking my asshole for hemorrhoids. <laughs> that, well, anyone can that do that. <laughs> <laughs> they can? <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, Chris, check me out. Oh, ne- next time. Catch me outside. <laughs> next time on The Greater Fools. <laughs> do we have like any other thoughts about reviews or anything before we... Uh, any other public forum talk? Um... This is a little bit of a tangent, but mm, it just popped okay. my head. Please like where like um, reporting systems and kind of rating systems gone wrong. Um, with universities, one thing that they'll report um, are the number. This is getting a little bit heavy here, but so we'll only stay in this subject for a second. No, no, no. Um, this is actually this is good. Last week we had a pretty heavy episode, but like it, mm. it's good to get at the shit that's important, even if it's not like funny. But, mm-hmm. you know, keep going. So um, one of the things that's reported by universities is the number of sexual assaults on campus. Um, and uh, actually a, a former classmate of ours, um, she wrote her thesis about um, the, the title was why you want your campus to have a rape problem. And it was kind of like a um, yeah, it was the shock value of the title was to make this issue like more well known but but the having a rape problem is not a bad thing it's not that saying that you have a rape problem publicly is going to be good for your school but it's going to be good for the fact that the rapes that are happening whether or not people are reporting it or not um Mm -hmm. is like i guess it's good that it's being reported exactly it's not then it's like a systemic hiding of the problem and and this a lot of the um, the basis for the paper kind of stemmed from Brigham Young University, and and, and they're not the only ones. Um, they actually no, but they're the worst ones. For a few years, um, actually multiple years, have reported zero sexual assaults um, from anyone in their entire thirty thousand population school. Yeah, well, this individual right. mm. knew personally several people who had uh, um, been sexually assaulted that were students there. Um, and obviously there are more than zero plus just, I mean, the chances that yeah, it's like, zero. go back and look at every girl that posted a me too. Mm-hmm. And like, fuck you, BYU. Like you got to understand that's happening mm-hmm. on your campus. And the fact that nobody's reporting it is a way bigger issue than the mm-hmm. fact that you have it happening. Like the fact that nobody's reporting it is, is actually worse than the fact that it's happening because it's going to be happening no matter and people don't know that they can get help or where to go 
because nobody's reporting it. Exactly. So for her research, she kind of dug into this and and looked into why BYU has such low ratings. And and there are other universities that similarly report very low to zero um, uh, rates of sexual assault. And so anyway, if you look at those universities, they've highly, sorry, highly, highly discouraged and make it very, very difficult to uh, report these kinds of things and there are lots of obstacles you have to jump through and you have to go in front of certain people and really and like you're that, exposing yourself they also them. like when you go to someone of quote-unquote authority they actually when you talk to them they're quite demeaning or also condescending of what you're actually saying yeah they question and you as if you're like lying to them or what, have a reason to lie if to you're them. the female you are inferior in some way right like, Especially at the institutions where you have a lower number of like sexual assaults being yeah. like claimed, it's because they're like I don't know if they're even afraid if there to is, do it. yeah they're afraid to do it. And if they do, they get questioned like, was it really sexual assault? Like, oh, you put yourself into that situation. Is like, can you see how that guy would think that it was okay to do that to you? And it's like, fuck you. Like, this is definitely a way bigger issue, and it's happening whether or not you're reporting it or not. And it's unfortunate that the girls don't feel safe enough to report it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And also, like, the fact that when they're reporting it, they're probably told that they should talk to their bishop about it, who's a middle-aged man. Gosh. Like, mm-hmm. that's that's The last person you want to talk to. Dude, yeah, that is just, the last person you want to talk to. They have a lot of, of big internal problems there, too. Well, as an example yeah, of, like, I'm how sure fucked up bishops can be, and then maybe we'll wrap it up on that. No. <laughs> <laughs> and we lost half of our viewers. <laughs> viewers, <laughs> everybody's watching this, by the way. We're recording Watching you. the viewers. <laughs> you didn't know this, but <laughs> Sam and Adam have been doing a Dutch rudder this entire episode. So, um, <laughs> oh my gosh, I don't know what that is, but I feel like I don't want to. Uh, oh, it's it's where you Slightly grab sexual. his arm and, okay, and well. you move <laughs> it while he's grabbing his penis with his arm. So it's like, oh, he's not it's even, an assist. You're not touching it, but it's an assist. Yes, an assist. That's perfect. Like, just call me Chris Paul out here. Yeah, but you're doing it together. So, like, he's moving your one arm and you're moving his one arm. Oh, we're assisting each other. Yeah. So it's, it's like Dutch teamwork. Rudder. It is like, teamwork. It's like Chris Paul and uh, James Harden. Yeah, the Dutch never do it alone. Awesome. <laughs> I'm I into that. I don't know why that is a phrase, but I... The Dutch never do it alone. <laughs> and there's just a picture of two guys doing that. Well, I'm Anyways, on board. Um, you were going to say something about Mormon bishops. So, <laughs> Michael, this, um, our this doesn't seem like loaded. Yeah, it's actually related. Good segue. <laughs> <laughs> our uh, peds doc back when uh, my brother and I were kids... Um, he was also bishop at a local Mormon church, and he would ask my brother, especially when he was like 14 or so, like super inappropriate questions like, so are you currently like masturbating like, and asking all these types of questions, which is completely, number one, not okay, and number two, he did it in a way that was like very condescending and also, I think, similar to how if someone tries to connect with an authority or something yeah it's it just it's the type of culture that um really really it's just it's very destructive in a lot of ways i think i think that's probably Damn, man i didn't know that happened yeah. that's probably pretty common right like that's not an outlier situation i would assume i, I honestly don't know because i don't I know asked a lot of people but i mean that <laughs> i hope it's not like that whole uh catholic priest thing i mean that came down not that long ago and 
yeah, I mean, it's... Well, this is, like, less rapey and more, like, you better be, like, doing the right things. And like very masturbation. Yes. Uh, and, like, you better say the right thing to me when I ask you this question a certain way. Well, that's, oh, damn. that's like, a part of the church, though. They're, they're not shy about that. It, they're, like, very well, open about their policies. And that's why it's related to, like, the whole BYU thing, because, like, if you're a woman going to an authority figure and you're saying, like, None this of whom happened. are women, <laughs> by the way. I mean, maybe they do go to, like, the Relief Society presidents or something, but for the most part, I thought they actually had to talk to their bishops who could only be men. Was it Keto that posted a while ago That's about right. that um, that forum or that uh, talk they were having about, like, women in business or in math mathematics at BYU? And it was a picture I of the said panel. That. Yes. It was a picture of all men on the panel. On the mm-hmm. panel. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, women in mathematics. Come learn about women in mathematics. Three pictures of men. Just like Three all pictures of men. Yeah. Jesus. Anyways, <laughs> there's some. That's almost as good as the uh, black people for Trump f- tent filled with white people. Oh yeah, classic. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good one. All right, we're getting we've, off. We're we've getting come a long way topic, from reviews. But, uh, <laughs> we'll probably cut out the last fifteen minutes. Yeah, public, so public forums, review <laughs> sites. Let us let us know in uh, in the review section or the comment section of Leave this podcast. Leave a comment below. <laughs> Leave a comment and. Uh, let us know how you feel, specifically whom you would like to punch in the face. And I, I just want to leave you with one thought. Was that the right use of whom? <laughs> Who knows? Oh. Whomever's name is Toby, why don't you stab a letter <laughs> opener into your skull? What? Oh, Jesus. Office reference. That's not. He doesn't actually want to kill anybody named Toby. So don't call the police. Before we wrap this up, um, if you do leave a five-star review, you'll be entered into a contest to potentially win a win date with Shirtless Sam. <laughs> win a date with Shirtless a Sam. a lot better than just a shirt shirt on Sam. <laughs> Indy, do you have any, That's the runner any final words? <laughs> He's a, an asleep dog. Just remember, people. Well, he's cute as shit. Four, so. five, six, one, two, three, seven, three point five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, good night. <laughs>